Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Okay, except Boyd Matheson's not here today. You have guest hosts Greg Scordis and Leah Murray. And I'm just going to be honest and say, like, I took economics once and I thought, man, if you need that to get into heaven, I've done it. I've checked that box <laughs> and I'm never talking about that again. You're, you're ahead of me. Yeah. I never take economics. Although it's fascinating when you listen to some of these, like our last guest. Right. I mean, I wish I had studied it more. I really do. Oh, I love that you think that. I think, okay, <laughs> I'm good with having studied politics. Um, so here, here we are back chatting about inflation, um, which is depressing and demoralizing, but maybe that's perfect for the gray day that we have on Earth Day today. Inflation's going up around the world. Um, there are policies, um, and what we heard from our last guest, right, every country's going to do their own thing. There's not really like a world system. Um, yeah, you don't think of it as being an international problem, but as we talked about in the last segment, right. the International Monetary Fund said time out with what's going on around the world, Ukraine, uh, different countries, the the oil tariffs, that type of thing. It's it's an international, it's a worldwide problem That's right, right. now. And In, inflation is worldwide. Yeah, and Dr. Wolf talking about the fact of the last time we had something like this in the 70s, we were not as globalized as we are. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, really interesting, right? That my iPad came from China, right? So when there is inflation everywhere, that affects cost of bread in my Smiths, right? And it's really interconnected. Um, but we're in the United States. And so earlier today, Inside Sources sat down with Middlebury College Professor Gary Winslet talking about what the United States will do, what the policies we are pursuing. And he maybe thinks we're going to maybe make it worse. Professor Winslet says part of the reason we have such high prices is President Biden continuing the tariff war. These tariffs on building materials, on steel, on lumber, um, you know, those obviously artificially increase costs. So the Peterson Institute of International Economics just did a really interesting study where they found that if we basically cut tariffs the equivalent of 2% of their level, uh, that would actually save Americans about $61 billion. Um, and so we're not, necess- we're not talking small numbers here. Um, a lot of these tariffs are really driving up costs on basic inputs um, into the economy, right? If you're issuing tariffs on steel, well, that makes everything we make with steel more expensive. You know, it's interesting because we try so hard and um, and President Trump certainly tried to to make everything more USA, USA, USA. And to do that, he created this what what 
this guest has called the tariff war, um, where we make it really much harder to to get goods from other countries in in response to hey, let's have more homegrown. We can't do that. I mean, we, we it's a global economy. There are certain things you just you just can't do, and we're not we're not going to build some some uh, computer superconductors or whatever they're building in Taiwan that we just don't have the technology or the time to do here in the United States. Yeah, but I also think to be fair to President Trump, I think China can be a relatively bad actor in the economic space. So it's not just about let's have everything built here, but it's also about trying to get foreign actors, right, to behave in a way that we want them to. So economic levers are one of the ways that we could put pressure. So a tariff war maybe puts pressure on China and the way that they do things, right? Um, because they're going to have now a harder time exporting to us, and they have major economy based on that as well. Right, and there are other reasons why uh, costs are rising. Professor Winslet says that this Buy American provisions and environmental regulations are really having an effect. You know, Buy American provisions are one of those things that they sound really great as a slogan, right? If you just say, like, do you want to buy American? I mean, it's, it sounds like an apple pie policy, right? Um, but what they actually do is they really drive up costs. You know, so let's say if there's, you know, an infrastructure project where, I don't know, if Minneapolis wants to extend its light rail system. Well, now it's forced to buy more expensive stuff because it's made in America. And so that's going to make its extension of the light rail project that much more expensive. And so you're really giving taxpayers a really poor deal with that. So one of the other things they did the other day that, that you know, really is, an, uh, to use a soccer term, an own goal, like kicking the ball in your own net is that they're reimposing a whole raft of environmental regulations around infrastructure projects, um, which are going to make those infrastructure projects more expensive and harder to complete. So basically what I hear him saying with that soccer reference, I'm much more of a baseball fan, I'm just going to say, in spring than I am soccer, but we'll go with the soccer, soccer reference of the own goal, is we're somewhat shooting ourselves in the foot. Right. And maybe there are good reasons to buy American, and maybe there are good reasons for environmental regulations. And of course, on Earth Day, we're thinking about those reasons, especially about the latter one. But maybe they're not the best time to do it or in this moment of what's going on. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy that you recognize what an own goal is. <laughs> I thought you would say, when you start talking about baseball and soccer, I thought, uh-oh, we're in trouble, Leah. Yes. But you, you clearly understood the concept. I paid attention. Right, a yes, of, of an own goal. Uh, Professor Winslet also feels that student loans, of all things, are a factor. The initial pause on student loan payments, I don't think too many political economists have a problem with. You know, things were chaotic in March, April of 2020. Um, but they continually been deferred by the Biden administration. That's money they have to spend right now. And so that's adding more dollars to the economy, but it's not necessarily adding more goods and services to the economy. And so, you know, basic econ 101 tells us that if you have more money circulating, the same number of goods and services, you're going to get price increases. Uh, again, the, the initial pause, I don't think too many people have a problem with, but, but the continued deferrals are asking people who didn't go to college as taxpayers to subsidize people who did go to college. And so it, 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 there's a certain way in which it, it, it's not only inflationary, it feels kind of unfair. You know, Leah, I, I have mixed feelings about student loans. And, and of course, those of us that took out student loans right. and paid them back and suffered through that are now looking at, hey, wait a minute. We're we're now going to excuse some student loan debt. Right. I mean, it was one of those things. I remember just studying bankruptcy law. You can't 
you can't bankrupt your student loan. There are certain things you just can't get out of in life. Right. And that was one of them. And and I it was it was an albatross, I'll be honest. I mean, I paid it back for years and years. It was a modest amount by today's economy, but I mean, right. I paid it and I was proud of that. And when I got that last note that said you owe $18.48, boy, <laughs> I was I was so happy that I right. finally paid that off. And and I also remember how important it was for me to have a student loan, especially right. when uh, I was attending, you know, I went through undergraduate and engineering and then through law school. I mean, those are kind of things that just cost a fortune right. for, for my parents. And to be able to take out a loan and be able to get some help and to be able to sort of live on your own and do things, I was very grateful for that opportunity. And, and you would hope the importance of education, I mean, you're an educator, you probably know this better than anybody, it would be that we, we would encourage that. Right, no, and I always tell, oftentimes I think students are a little worried about it. And I always say, I took out a student loan, put my brain on the line as collateral, invested in myself, and I'm pretty proud of the return on investment that I made. But what's interesting about what um, Dr. Winslet is talking about here is, I don't know that I ever really thought about forgiving student loan debt, right? You always see that on Twitter. Under $50,000, Biden should just forgive the loan debt. And the impact it might have, right, that taxpayers are subsidizing that, right, right, because they're going to have to pay for it. In the economy that we have right now, um, I really hadn't thought, I love how he was like, basic econ 101, and I'm thinking that's probably the last time I thought about this kind of stuff, connecting it together. Um, But it's interesting to think of the ramifications of what seems like maybe a friendly policy, but the bad it could possibly do in our economic ecosystem. Yeah, and, and I agree. Um, okay, Leah, we've had seven segments that have been <laughs> not necessarily always happy. Although they, we've had some, we've had some great guests today. When we come back after the break, we're going to have a little bit of a lighthearted, banter. nice conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> please stay tuned. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.